Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from September the 22nd, 1990. It's a lively episode. I'm sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper. Doc, you first. How goes it? Man, after last week's episode, I don't know that we can say anything about anything from what you were telling me. Why are you bringing this up at the top of the show? Because you can't say, and then Harper's going to start asking questions, and we can't answer it because that, that defeats the whole point. But, yes, there are taboo words and phrases and people that you mention, and, boy, these digital platforms will will just say, that's what not going to work First for us, Amendment brother. Rights? What about our First Amendment rights? So here's what I don't think you understand because you're not an – editor and someone who has to upload this stuff and you don't understand yeah, that, how that's not going to be in my job work. description yeah well let me explain something to you because you were saying their rule their platform their rules here's the point that i think you miss with this one we were having a discussion about something that happened we weren't even taking sides we weren't pointing out right or wrong we were just having an intelligent adult conversation an intelligent adult conversation about someone and, someone and something, which is odd for us to have here, an intelligent adult conversation. The problem is a podcast is nothing but an RSS feed. And it's just something that's housed somewhere. I don't the know what deal that is, the pro, and what, what happens is without social media platforms, without digital platforms, without all these different services that are out there that distribute shows... You really don't have anything. So when you say their rules, they can call the shots. I don't disagree with you. But if you're going to say that, you need to understand it's that's not the only platform that's doing that. And we didn't say or do anything. So if we even had discussions that we had last week, every week, it nothing would ever go out. And we couldn't even have a show. That's my point I'm trying to make to you. So while you're saying, well, their rules, I, I don't disagree. It's their rules. The problem is they getting a little bit too touchy with their rules. That's Harper, where you and talk- I disagree. What's he talking about? Harper I don't know. Don't know but I'll what keep educating him. At- well, I mean, we, we talked Besides about. Usual. Uh, yeah, the, well, there's the, there's the, there's no the C word. 
no, no, no. You see these platforms, they 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 have these algorithms and they pick up not only on words, but phrases. I'm starting to find out. So there's a bunch of different things that they pick up on. So you got to be mindful of that. But the C word, you know, this thing that everybody's taking a little thing in their arm for these days. Maybe not everybody, but, you know, a lot of people I'm dancing around words here. Bro, I don't think you I don't think you understand that. See, you you are looking at it from the point of view of things that you think should be acceptable. The problem is these platforms. The the problem is these platforms, they go beyond what you think should be acceptable. They're saying what should be acceptable. And the, the issue is you can't. They're literally taking things out or saying you can't talk about things that have nothing to do with anything bad we did so not have a list, bad discussion this list that i can review so that i yeah. stay on top is, there, is it, is it a, 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 like the fcc where you know the words you can't say are no no that's that and that's the funny part that that, that stuff's fine it seems <laughs> like, oh. like for the most part i mean you can if you say too many curse words you know, like a YouTube platform will say, oh, you can't monetize this video like that. But they're not going to like tell you you can't do it. They'll just say you can't monetize it. But there are certain phrases and words that trigger things where you got problems. And it's not like anybody's going to knock on your door and arrest you. But it just doesn't fly on these platforms. And it's it is really stupid. And it drives me up a wall because, again, the discussion we had wasn't anything bad. So like imagine it was, this, everybody. To why shit got flagged? Yeah, I'll tell you about it later, Harper. I, I don't want to get into it because then this is a bunch of shit I got to remove. Imagine, imagine all the stuff that you guys don't get to hear. I know, right? Yeah. That's the thing. They hear good stuff. Like we talked about, bro. It kills me. We can talk about the free birds and the the whipping of the flag around. Like that stuff never seems to, to trigger anything. But but that one discussion we had last week, oh my god, it was like the radar went off and Harper, how you do how Harper, how you doing tonight? I finished off uh Ozark. I did I nothing. All right. Yeah. I've heard I've heard some some good and bad here. Yeah. I bench watched season three like uh Saturday night. All fucking! I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm doing this now, okay. and I watched like fucking five episodes in a fucking row. And I'm hoping that you know this comes out. Everybody's had a good uh, earlier this week. They had a good uh, Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, Valentine's Day is coming up. No, it's already happened. Oh well, yeah. Happy Valentine's in the e- Day in the, in the ether of podcasting. Uh, it it would. Let me just say this. Getting your girl a gold tip rose does not go over as well as they say it does. <laughs> no, no. How much do they cost? Tell her how much they cost after you get it for her. <laughs> a gold tip rose. Who the fuck would think, man, thanks for getting this for me. This we've is already, a great idea. We've already had this conversation. It was like That's three years right. ago. Have it yeah. again. <laughs> right. It's like, who the f- And between uh, things we've already talked about and shit we can't say, we might as well hit the tagline and go home. I mean, what do you think y'all's uh, wives would say? If like, hey, baby, happy Valentine's Day. And you gave her one of them rose, gold tip fucking roses. 
Um, I get it. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I'd get the same exact thing. What the piss is this that you're giving and me? And it wouldn't even be like, you should have spent more. This isn't nice. It would have been, is this a joke? Or is this for the show? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, what's it, yeah, what's it do? Yeah, I, I would get a hell of a, what the piss is this nonsense? Because like, because on Valentine's Day, we got like school stuff and some soccer practice. And it's not like we're going to do anything. It would just be like, yeah, it, it's another day. It's fucking Monday. Right. right. Nobody's, call, nobody's calling my shoot job and telling them it's Valentine's Day and I'm, I ain't going to be there. <laughs> the kids still get out Valentine's Day. Oh, like, yeah. They got to have a box and they walk around and hand that shit out to everybody. Bunch of bull. <laughs> wow, it's still I like the Scooby Doo Valentines and all that. Kind oh of yeah, shit. but I'm gonna have I'm gonna have uh, Latrell dip his in ether so that oh. the girls he likes pass out. They go see see Mike. See that would never get hit by an algorithm, but it's the dirtiest thing I've said <laughs> since we turned on the red light. I uh-huh. I don't I don't even know why he jokes like that. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, like for real. Yeah, I don't even know why he jokes like that. Because if his kid does go to school and do that, then he's going to be like, oh, I don't know where he's he got that idea that. from. So here's the I don't thing. Know. If he's got a stash of ether at nine, I got problems. Either <laughs> he's smarter than me or I've allowed him to have it. So I'm pretty good there, I think. That's what all parents think before their kids do something heinous. Just well, so I'm not saying aware. that, that Latrell is, is innocent and free of sin. I'm just saying he doesn't have any ether. He doesn't have an ether supply. I think I'm safe with that. That's what all parents think until yeah. their kids do something the heinous. Kid does something crazy. Yep. He, see, Doc don't see that, Hopper. You don't even have kids and you see that. Yep. At nine. Bruh, that's what all parents say until their kid is the one who does it. Y'all need to understand that. This is worse than Louisiana. Texas is a a free state. It's a republic. Really, let's go buy some weed tonight, Mike. That's about the only thing that he can't do legally at this age. Right, he has a bottle of ether under his bed, but he can't roll a joint. Come on. Uh, I'm just saying. I see the king of the hill. So, speaking of Luttrell, I've been spending a lot of time at the soccer fields, Harper. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and I don't know if you know this, but soccer is really favored by the Hispanic, Latino, right. Mexican. There's different words they like to use, so I'm going to try to catch everybody there. And, you know, that means you got a lot. You got a lot of these uh, spicy Latina princess uh, moms. Oh my god! Yeah, all I gotta say. Scott could live in Texas. Why not? I'll I'll be in trouble, bro. Well, the Latinas walking around. Y'all don't have any. Y'all don't have any. Uh, I mean, there. not like y'all. That's true. I mean, our border's just wide open. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's dime a dozen over there. <laughs> I don't think they're a dime a dozen. That's very. That is not respectful of our 
By comparison, it's yeah, probably true. Bro, I told Mike, I told Harper, I told Mike, I said, look, I'm about to divorce LaFonda. No, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what you did, and I'm gonna become part of the culture. I'm gonna marry me a, a Mexican broad. Yeah, well, yeah. You, you gotta uh, diversify your your uh, your fucking gene pool, <laughs> bro. That's a good point. All right. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, yeah, you get the, you get these uh, Mexican moms. Some of them don't speak English. That's kind of a turn on too. <laughs> Living a Villa Loca. For real. We're out there on the sidelines living La Vida Loca. That's what's happening. Upside in, side out. Her skin's the color of mocha. Hmm? Special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly. Disrespectfully, Classy, Marky, Blassie, Mike Childry, and Joe Ice. Thank you for your generous patronage each and every month. And then one new patron this week, Dan G. Dan, I actually thought you were a patron, but it popped up on Patreon. So uh, thank you for signing up and thanks for for uh, your support of the show. Remember, you can become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Great way to support the show. You get tons of extra content, 300 plus Patreon shows, including the video versions of these shows, the world-class shows, ECW shows, the Clash of the Champions paper, uh, Clash of the Champions and the WCW pay-per-views that we're doing. Lots of good stuff there. Again, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Doc, we didn't get any five-star reviews this week. Well, we may what have, but but the, I don't understand it sometimes. It, like, sometimes is like a week behind. And since we record a week in advance, a lot of times that means two weeks in between when there'll be a review that shows up. So we're saying there weren't you any, but there may as well be any. The one. machine learning algorithms could pick that up a little faster. Uh, you would think, but uh, it's obvious that for whatever reason. Maybe, maybe the fucking uh, reviews are getting flagged. I don't know. I've seen some. We're gonna have to fight stuff. the algorithm. Oh, speaking yeah. of that, I saw uh, Chris Zoncha got put in Facebook jail. What? Oh, that probably that makes yeah. a lot of sense. What did he do? I don't know, dude. Of all people to get put in Facebook jail, he's like the yeah. he's like the least <laughs> offensive person in the world. I used to liking his like twenty pictures a day of his kid, and I can't like him. <laughs> it's a good dude, the, man. Yeah, man. Fuck. What the hell? Uh, wow. That sucks. All right, Doc. What else do you have before we get into this week's episode? Man, I don't think we need to do anything. Let's start talking about some wrestling, bruh. All right. So, uh, JR and Bob Cottle open the show. We are back in the Georgia Mountain Center. 1,100 people are in attendance. There's a little bit of a bump in the crowd, and you want to know why? It's because tickets were two for the price of one. Oh, so shit. Maybe that's All why right. there were more people there. You know, I guess you got, you know, a, a, you know, dad and wife, and they bring the kid with them. So two for the price of one. There was only how go. many? 1,100. Fuck, you think it would have been sold out if it's two for one? We got a hot show tonight. Come on. Well, I don't, well, what I don't know is I've never looked at it. I don't know what the capacity of the Georgia Mountain Center is. It's probably like 2,000, 2,500. I mean, it looks like a pretty... Yeah, like, man, it, like a nice. park train center type of building. Like an Alarion center. I bet you it's smaller than that. Because those buildings... Oh, park really? train centers... I mean, park train center, when you fill it with wrestling, you get a lot of damn people in there, man. Yeah. And, and the Alarion, too. when you were wrestling. 
Well, if one, I never wrestled at the Pontchartrain Center. Two, if they would have booked a show at the Pontchartrain Center when I was wrestling, it would have been sold out. Three, <laughs> three, I was at the Pontchartrain. Three, I was at the Pontchartrain Center one night uh, with some buddies, and Hopper. I don't think we've ever told this story on air. There was an MMA type event. It wasn't UFC. It was like an independent MMA type event. Yeah. And I came to find out later. I had a couple of, I'll call them acquaintances, uh, fighting on the card. And <laughs> and uh, Rod Price and Action Jackson were the main event on this MMA show. Mm. And so I was there, not in the crowd, but I was watching during the main event with Price and Action Jackson. Harper was there. I was These, there. These fools, Harper and I didn't know each other at the time because this is in the 90s. Yeah. These fools tried to book an MMA fight, and it was a disaster. Harper, yeah. what were the people chanting when the working punches came out? They they did the whole thing how, like, you know, one guy gets on top and he starts swinging. Then the other guy rolls him over and starts. Oh, no. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. And, and you could just tell the whole crowd realized this is like wrestling. This is fake. And the whole crowd starts chanting, bullshit, bullshit. Start and throwing they just, shit. They start throwing everything in the little fake fucking octagon thing, bro. Just going crazy to where. The two guys in an octagon just stop what the fuck they're doing and they leave. And the whole crowd is going fucking crazy where the Kenner police had to get up in the stands and tell us to fucking leave. Because we're all fucking... Bro, forgot I was like 19, bro. I have fucking drunk. So yep. fucking, we're all fucking screaming, this bullshit. Ah! And then the Kenner cops had to uh, go up in the stands and... and fucking tell everybody to leave it was fucking for they were throwing shit everywhere so what did rod say about all this mike okay so here's what harper doesn't know because i've never told him this part of it there were actually multiple quote-unquote fights on that card that were that were fixed that were right. literally booked i can Aren't i can tell all? you because i remember seeing one of them i was like wait 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 what's and i was like nah you know, maybe something I'm just didn't look too much right. into it there was um there was one that I knew of and I forget the guy's name. Um he actually was a legit like uh he wasn't a black belt, but he he knew Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He had his own like studio and stuff. And I had talked to him after the sh like a couple days later after the show and he was like, "Yeah, man, basically the promoter was like, you know, do this, this, this and that's why the fight ended. And I remember watching it going, ah, that didn't look right. But sure enough, he was submitted, but it wasn't real. And then the, there were two guys, acquaintances of mine that were pro wrestlers in the area at the time. Harper probably wouldn't have known them because they wouldn't have wrestled in Kenner. Um, one of them went on to TNA actually uh, in the early years. But long story short, they were friends and quote unquote fought that night and they actually did really good from I mean I was at I was at, I was outside the cage I was I walked one of them to the to the ring or uh, to the cage 
And they made that shit look as good as it could look, in my personal opinion. They actually were stri- they were striking each other, and they took each other to the ground. Um, Would that be Smevin's fourth cut? Uh, that was one of them. Yes. <laughs> um, you knew he was on that one, right? I don't know what I can say anymore. You you knew he was on you knew he was on that one right Hopper do you remember that yeah yeah okay so he so that that fight was booked I I mean I'm back there watching him work it out like I'm literally in the room with him but the main event so I knew those two I knew two of those fights were booked the main event I didn't know Rod well at the time but I saw him in action back there talking. For everybody that doesn't know, Perry Jackson from World Class or Action Jackson, you know, he was a pro wrestler. He's still wrestling in the Texas area on Independence. I saw them back there talking. How and, is that possible? Yeah. How old has he got to be? It feels that it feels in world class. Oh, uh, he was really young at the time, but I mean he doesn't oh. do a lot. But yeah, he's he working cards. Really, so. so um so but I got to know Rod a lot better, you know, after that. Cause I think he had, that's when he had just moved to the area. And so I, I was asking him about it and he said, I, he's like, I knew we were fucked when they told me in action, they wanted 12 minutes. Oh, that's because, a long fucking time. Right. It's a, okay. First off, that's a decent amount of time for a wrestling match. A lot, and a right. lot of people go, what, what are you talking about? Trust me. That's a nice that's a nice wrestling match. 12 minutes allows you to get a lot of stuff in that you'd want to do and tell a nice story. You ain't trying to tell a story in an MMA fight, a legit MMA fight though. So Rod said, I knew that we were screwed when they told me 12, when they told me 12 minutes. And I think it was 12. It might've even been 15. Um, so he was like, we went out there first and we, we, we were trying to make it legit. And I believe it was action Jackson who actually pulled out the working punches first and Harper, I was in the back. So I didn't, I couldn't really see when they were on the mat doing what you were talking about. But I remember action. They were in the corner, like grappling, like they're up against the fence and action pulled out those working punches. And I see Rod's head flying back. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is about to go off the rails. And it was like immediate reaction to fans. And and here's the thing, Doc. The Pontius Train Center, I think Hopper says, you know, like for, for MMA or wrestling, because you got the ring, it would have holds like 5,000, Hopper? Or maybe a little Pontius less. Pontius Train Center, I think it's 25. Okay, 2,500. I'm wrong. Okay, you're, that sounds oh, more oh. like it. 2,500. Hopper will look it up. But what I was about to say was, I believe that sucker was almost capacity that night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They had a good crowd. It was a damn good crowd. And as soon as I saw those working punches come out, I grabbed my shit with the dude I rode with (laughs) and was like, we getting the fuck out of here. Because my mind, I was thinking there's about to be a riot. Um, I'm not for being a part of this riot. And you heard what Harper said. The cops were in the stands, like trying to, you know, had to settle the shit down because it was getting so wild. So you've always been a pussy. Rip up the chair and get it on, dude. Yeah, right. Okay. It holds fucking holds uh, thirty six hundred people. Okay, and it was packed. That it was packed that night. Yeah. So I didn't know Harper at the time. Harper didn't know me. But Harper can tell you he witnessed an MMA type event where 
Working punches were brought out. Fuck, I even bought a shirt. I had that shirt forever. Hopper, you know I've tried to look up information on that night for years. Like I would go on the internet and try to find, you know, MMA at the at the Poncha Train Center. I've I cannot find anything related to it. What was it called? It was I don't like remember. UFC, but it was called like IFC or yeah, it was, yeah, it was. It was yeah. And you remember the Alexander Laurent dude, the dude who used to be on like the news on channel 26 down. He was like hosting it that night. Oh God. Yeah. It was something, bro. It was really something to witness a friggin' book. And now, you know, again, I knew three fights that were fixed that night, but nothing was like the main. And honestly, it was like Harper said before he kind of saw something maybe in another fight. That made him question it, but man, Action Jackson brought out them working punches, and bro, the, the shit started flying in the cage, and the bullshit chance came out. It went off the rails in a hurry, and they were like only like three minutes into it. Yeah, and it was fucking. I was like, bro, this is like watching wrestling, and you could just tell the whole crowd realized it at the same time. Did you realize that was Rod Price in there at the time? Oh, I didn't know. He, you know who he was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, that's uh Kenner. Kenner Bra, the Pacha Train Center, the MMA fight. And again, Hopper, if you ever find anything on it anywhere online, just stumble upon it. Let me know. Cause I, I have I searched for years because I, I wanted to like look it up and post something about it since we were there that night. And like I said, I was in the back. I'm like watching these dudes work out their fight. Um, my two partners. What the fuck was it called? I don't know, man. Hit up Rod Price. Message he don't remember. We've talked before. Uh, he he don't remember. Oh, really? Yeah, he does. I was like, Rod, you remember the name of it? He's like, I don't, I don't know. Brother, come on. Bro. You know what I mean? There fights up there. You know he shows up work, brother? Come on. Um, Yeah, I seen that picture you just sent us, Hopper. All right. So, um, anyway, if you want to know more about it, ask me on email or twitter or facebook i might respond <laughs> who knows doc uh we had a hell, hell of a match going on here we got the midnight express versus the southern boys and we're working towards the finish right now so let me rewind to it um i wanted to say a couple of things jim ross reminds us that the winner of this match will get a u.s tag team title match uh the stars and bars when they came out were waving throughout the place so yeah we had that going for us there uh as for the match the georgia and wcw crowd they enjoy the Southern boys, and these are four talented individuals. Doc, what do you have before we uh, go to the finish? Um, I have I a miss three series. Here. I did have a timestamp on that flag in the crowd, but we don't need to go there. Okay. I have three timestamps in the course of a minute because, again, as you said, the crowd's into it, and these guys were. This getting, is good shit. Yeah, this it, it is really wrestling. is. Uh huh. Okay, so what's five, your first one? 540. Okay, and let me ask. I went to 503. I'll fast forward. Don't get me wrong. Uh, am I playing audio at 540 or what? No. Okay. All right. I don't so, think I have any audio here. I all right, so here we go. I have stretched out for the rats here. Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 here we go. Look at him. He's still, he's still like having <laughs> fun. <laughs> Oh my god, these two. Okay, what's the next one? Uh six twenty five. Um I didn't right. understand here about Tracy run this move and I, I could hear an old timer here. 
Watch Tracy run away from Stan Lane on this move. Okay, he goes into the corner. Yeah, then he does it. Oh, yeah. You, I know the move, but you could hear old-timers old being like, why would you run away from a guy in a fight? No, he was... He was he he let Stan go under him, and then he jumps over, and then he runs to the turnbuckle to do a crossbody off the second rope. Like, All right, six. now go back to that last move at 645, because Tracy's on it here. All right, so... Bam, bam. Oh, yeah, bam. he's rolling. Let me get you Super a little bit of rolling. that. Nice yeah. little kick. And now Bobby's going to get some, and now he's jib drive. Oh, Jimmy yeah, he's, almost got <laughs> some. Tracy's feeling it. Look at the fans, too. Yeah, look at it. They're not just sitting there. Yeah, you want some? He did the karate kid thing, Hopper. Yeah. Look at him. Look, Hopper, watch. Look at Tracy. He get, he's a yeah. karate <laughs> You know who he reminds me of there, Harper? Uh-huh. You know the, the sidekick in Boogie Nights? Oh, the, yeah. William yeah. Riley? Yeah. I love that fucking movie when they're in a, when they're in a Corvette and when they fucking go to the, uh, the, the guy to buy the drugs or something and there's just like random Asian guy just throwing firecrackers in the house. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like he's 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 Asian. This was great. Boogie Nights is ridiculous. Yes, yeah. I've seen it. The crowd that, was into you know, the crowd was into it. Corny took a huge ass bump at the end. This would be great now. Yeah. Did Bobby get a haircut on the sides? I think yeah, he I got think, his mullet trimmed yeah, up, or did he I just think, wet it down? I don't know. It does look like there's a little trim on the sides, man. Yeah, that looks... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like that Nasty Boys look, almost. Almost? Yeah, he. I think he got it trimmed up a little. Oh, right. yeah. Uh-huh. All right, look. So... We're uh, off to a good this, start. What could go wrong? Right. Um... So they start working towards the finish, and let me uh, let me fast forward. Yeah, it's trimmed up. You can see it there, real close. So they start working towards the finish, and I'm not really sure how to explain everything that happens here. Uh, but Lane and Eaton run into each other. You see it there. So they collide. So that crowd is means losing tra- their mind. Crowd's losing their mind. That means Tracy can make the hot tag to Steve Armstrong. Armstrong comes in. He hits Bobby, he hits Stan, and then Armstrong had Lance um, uh, Lane pinned, but Corny hits Steve uh, Armstrong with the racket, and then Steve rolls out and hits Corny. Uh, With the ref's back turn, the Freebirds come in, and they attack the Southern boys, and they hit one of them with the DDT. The ref never saw it, though, because, of course, refs don't see nothing at WCW these days. So the Midnight actually end up pinning Smothers and Armstrong, uh, and they'll get a U.S. title match in the future uh, based on the stipulation for this match. But long story short, as we're watching the finish here and Corny take a nice bump on the outside, look at the fans. Oh, bro, they're standing. The, yeah. the free – I mean, let me – Hold on. Let me let me let me go back to when Corny takes the bump and just like you can hear like what's going on. Listen to this. Wait a minute. Nice move by Armstrong. Smothers has Eaton cornered. 
He's got Sam Penn, Jim. Cornette just nailed Smithers in the back of the head. Boom, Tracy Smithers just hit the big canary. Wait a minute, the Freebirds are hitting the ring. I mean, the crowd, the crowd's into it, man. This is professionals doing what they do best. The Freebirds yeah. help. The Freebirds, not I don't want to say they helped out the Midnight. They've got heat with the Southern boys. Um, and it was actually Rocky King who had the ref distracted. But we're going to talk more about him later. So for now, we won't address that. But, you know, we pretty much watched that whole thing without any interruption for the while we were talking about the MMA thing. That was good stuff, right, Harper? That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, this is like... From beginning to end. I yeah, like when... the interference and all of that. This was good. Mm-hmm. Which goes to show you, we got the talent here. We got the guys yeah. who can do it. We got the manager. You just we got to we... take the leash off of them and, t- and just let them do their thing. We're, we're in Georgia, obviously, so this is, you know, we're in the South. This is WCW. This is WCW type wrestling, NWA type wrestling. We just gotta let the guys do what they do. Um, either the fans are into this. You know, I know it's two for one, buy two, get a ticket free. But the fans are loving it. You know, they're they're happy when the faces are on top and the heels get the heat. They're booing, and then when all you know hell breaks loose at the end, they're into it really well. Uh, I don't get why we can't do this more often, man. I just don't get it, but. Hey, let's enjoy it for the moment that it was, because it was good shit. Uh, any other thoughts, Doc, before we continue? No, nah, man, we're off to, again, we're off to a hot start on an hour show. I can't wait to see where this goes. <laughs> All right. This is like, like Hopper said. I like the way Hopper put it. This is good shit. No other way yeah, to say yeah. it. Uh, we go then to the next segment. There were a bunch of commercials. I, I, did you have anything from them, Doc? I just I've been skipping over them lately. I mean, it's nothing earth shattering. I, I but... don't watch commercials anymore. Okay. Wait, I never did. Well, I mean, you know, there was the standard Alka Salter cheer detergent. Um, Fucking magic mushrooms. Remember those things? Yes. The room fragrance. Yes. Yeah. My uh-huh. my mom used to buy that dumb shit. Oh yeah, my mom used to always buy those things and put them in a bathroom. Yeah. Um, so the wrestling wrap up comes on, and solely first he throws it to Sting versus Luger at the Clash, which Stan Hansen came in and attacked Luger. You can hear Doc and I review that at tinyurl.com/slash/patreonbtt. Did a, had a good show, man. That was a wonderful one. Uh, uh, which caused a DQ, and uh, you know Stan's just beating the hell out of Luger at the end of that thing. Luger then cuts a promo. He's screaming and he's angry at Hanson and he tells Hanson he can have a title shot because Luger, remember, is the U.S. champion. And Gordon reminds us that this segment is officially brought to us by the NWA and the wrestling wrap-up. Doc, did you have anything from Luger's promo at all? Uh, It wasn't bad. He just basically was real quick saying, Stan, you can 
have a title shot, and that was that. Basically, all I took out of this is Gordon Soley stealing money. Well, he needs money to buy his beef eater, right? I fucking miss those. But they, but just think of all the great guys who do commentary for this. They, they have an all-star roster during this yeah. era. They have Bob Cottle. And, and, and what I love about like every one of these guys is that they sound like they could do commentary for any sport. Football, baseball, basketball, boxing. Dude, I guarantee you Bob, Bob Cottle would have sounded credible doing some Southeastern Conference football. Oh, my. Yeah, dude. AC, some, how, AC, some ACC football. Like the old uh, Jefferson Pilots. Remember that? Yeah. I don't know if Doc remembers it because he's not an SEC guy. But, like, so, Doc, back in the day, it's not really that long ago. I mean, they, yeah. so, so you know, CBS always would have the – the, the the I don't say always, but for a long time they've had the 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 main SEC game at two thirty, right? So before the day and age of like it was even during the time of like ESPN two and all this stuff where you'd have all the other SEC games on and the SEC network now. There used to be there was always a game that came on at eleven o'clock AM on a Saturday and it was called the Jefferson Pilot uh game of the week. And didn't Jefferson Pilot like a is it a gas company or an electric company, Hopper? something like that but jefferson pilot's a company and so it would be like this i call it lower tier because sec football can be good no matter what i mean even the even some of the bad teams are entertaining jefferson unless you're vanderbilt yeah i said that half pint um jefferson pilot those games it was like these second and third tier sec games that came on at 11 o'clock uh every saturday morning so you'd have the big game on at 2.30, but you'd have on Jefferson Pilot, and it came on either Channel 38 or 26 in New Orleans. I can't remember. Right, yeah. Uh, but it, it was the Jefferson Pilot game. So when he says Jefferson Pilot, it's like the lower-tier game. He can hear Bob Cottle calling. But what I was about to say was you got Bob Cottle, you got JR, you got Gordon Soley. Remember, you got Lance Russell doing commentary during this time too for them. Mm-hmm. I think Lance is still there. So like they had an all-star lineup of commentators, which is great. Anyway, Doc, any yeah, other thoughts? I mean- I mean, most oh, of them Hopper, don't sound like that anymore, huh? Doc, what are your thoughts on today's commentary? Bland as shit. You mean you don't like Excalibur? Who's that? <laughs> That's nice. It's nice. You think you'll yeah. have a sword? Even the guys who <laughs> used to do it, who do it now, forgot how to do it. I mean, wouldn't you have a sword? Your ex-caliber? No, you gotta say it the Mexican way because he's got a mask on. What's the Mexican way? I don't know. I was hoping you would know. El Excalibur. Oh, good job. I I don't know. <laughs> somebody That's needs to great. hand. A, somebody needs to hand Kevin Nash a wash rag. All right. Yeah. Oh, well, before we like go a, there, he looks like he fell asleep finer. while he was doing his math homework. <laughs> Uh, before we went there, Stan Hansen was taking on a gentleman by the name of Pedro Gonzalez, and we got a picture-in-picture from Hansen as the match started. Hansen tells Luger he's going to get him at the pay-per-view at Halloween Havoc. Hansen beat the hell out of this Gonzalez fella in the back of the head to start the match. Hansen just was terrifying me here as he beat him up. He doesn't care. He's dropping elbows on him. He just It's rough. And Hansen actually gets DQ'd, so Gonzalez wins. Uh, Hansen gets, gets DQ'd. Now, on that note... 
We're about to play the Master Blasters. They're going to cut a promo. Here it is. Everybody knows who we are. The Master Blasters. Iron and steel. We're not here to make any friends. I'll tell you what, we're here for one thing. That's to hurt people. Oh yeah, the Master Blasters. We haven't been beat yet. Nobody ever will. <laughs> um, Doc, you got comments on uh, Master Blasters here? No, but it's not like it's the worst thing ever. It's just not any. It's not the best thing ever. It's just a generic yeah. big guy promo. Right. He got a lot better. I can tell you that much. Did he? Yeah, he did. Oh. You don't think Nash could cut a promo? Maybe. Really? I think I could be in a room with that guy for about five minutes before I wanted to like just you know stretch him. Oh come on! Shit. What are you talking about? Stretching people, you couldn't. Well, stretch not this anyone. guy on the screen because I couldn't stretch either one of those. One's too big, and the other one's too big too. All right. Well, Harper, you got any thoughts on Nash? There, I'm sorry, Steel. No, Steel. <laughs> it's his name, Steel. All right. Yeah. Okay. So we go, we keep going, and the next match is the Junkyard Dog, who's got El Gigante out there with him, and um. JYD, as rotund as he is, is taking on Buddy Lee Parker from the State Patrol. JYD wins this thing quickly with a headbutt. And it's a good thing they made it quick because there's no way JYD could have got out there and did a five-minute match with Buddy Lee Parker. Because Buddy Lee Parker had he had gas in his tank. And um, I don't have anything else from it because it's so quick and JYD is terrible. What era. the fuck is Ellie Garde doing? Why is he up on the apron? Because he right. don't know no better. He doesn't oh, know. God. Look how lazy that was. Run yeah. that. No, don't tell me look at that. Tell me what I tell the people what they're looking at. I'm not here to call the moves. I'm here to have you call the moves. What's JYD doing, Doc? Nothing. Nothing. That's the right answer. Okay, so he blocks a hip toss attempt and then hip tosses. Oh, bro. He don't even fucking. Damn, bro. Why is Ellie Gatti on the apron? <laughs> like he's, yeah, why is he well, he's he tagging. He's a cameraman. He thinks bro, he's at tagging. One point, at one point in this match, JR says, JYD is certainly no light heavyweight. I, I, based on the comments he's made in the past, he knows. He knows. He knows. Like this dude's a shell of himself. Want the ref tell him to get down, bro? I don't think he can understand the ref, Harper. You tell him get down. I don't think he understands. Get down. Get down. Pee Wee Anderson ain't speaking uh, Spanish. I can tell you that right now. He's just you know standing what? there. Like, why is he standing on the apron? You know, why they got, uh, you, you know why they got rid of the draft? Oh, boy. Because they would tell him to get down when they were getting shot at in Vietnam, and they would start dancing. All right. That's what a friend of mine's dad used to always tell us. Jesus like, Christ. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he right. probably believe he probably believed it too. <laughs> JYD wins, and we have nothing else from it. Doc, uh, anything from you? 
No. This Terrible. was fucking stupid as fuck. Yeah. Dude. That's y'all's boy right there. And Eligante is just standing up there. Yep. The whole time, like it's a tag match. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing somebody uh, somebody in the back told him, you're going out with JYD. And he, they told him, you know, just stand out there. And he uh, thought that meant stand on a ring apron because he had no idea. Well, how Doesn't can you know. be that fucking ignorant? Because he wasn't a wrestler. Yeah, but you still seen this before. You're making a big assumption right there. Oh. A real big one. Let's go now to a promo from Sting. We got some action that's about to happen here, I think. Well, I don't know about action is the right word, but you'll see what I'm talking about. Here it is. Here in just a few moments, the current statement from the Black Scorpion. And Bob, to say he's got inside Sting's head, the world's champion, would certainly be an understatement. Jim, we talked about it. He's certainly playing mind games with Sting. There's no doubt about that. And it's almost like he doesn't want to beat him in the ring. He's sending, say, imposters down to the ring, people to wrestle for him. It's like he's trying to mentally break Sting down. I don't think his motivation is really the heavyweight championship of the world. I think he wants to break Sting. And I'll tell you something, it may be working. We're going to hear these comments now from the Black Scorpion. Scorpion, and then I'll be back and talk to the champion live. Sting, I see you're losing control. Watch for the hitch, Where's Doc. Where's your confidence? You always seem to know what's happening. You've always been the master of your destiny. But at the clash, I saw your face. And it wasn't one of control. Everybody could see that you're losing confidence, maybe even losing your mind. Must be pressure with that belt, the horseman, Sid, everyone after you. I see you're going to wrestle Sid at Halloween Havoc, but don't forget, before Halloween Havoc, you have to meet me again. You beat me, I'll tell you who I am. But remember, Sid wants your belt. I won't be satisfied until I get your life. <laughs> well, Eddie- I wonder if that was Oli, because there was no hitch there, Doc. Right. It was, like, it was almost like they put somebody else in that monk outfit and shot it and then just had vo- Oli voice it over. I feel like Doc- that if we were working off quality control, that would have been the case because they would have picked up on it, but I doubt it. Dude, they should just rename this Jabba the Stupid. He looks like Jabba the Hutt. All right. Well, let's continue because the second part of that, actually, I got it backwards. They go to Black Scorpion first. Now they go to Sting, who's who's actually live with the crowd. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, those are the last statements made by the Black Scorpion. I want to bring out the heavyweight champion of the world, the one and only Stinger here on World Championship Wrestling. The guy has got to be, he has successfully, it would seem to me, be getting inside your head because night and day, you've got to be thinking about who is the man that wants to drive me nuts. You're right, he's starting to get to the stinger a little bit too mentally, you know something, because you don't know how to prepare for somebody like this. Why he wants me, why he wants a world title, I have no idea, but somewhere, sometime soon, I'm going to find out who the Black Scorpion is, Rossi. You know, we try to put all these clues together, whether it be, uh, he's talking about California 1986, 
He's talked about being a uh, from California. Have you been able to put any of these clues together to determine his identity? No, like I said before, it's so close when I hear him talk. When I see his face, you can just see the silhouette. I don't know why I can't get a clear picture of this guy, but it's like this far away every time, just on the tip of my tongue, if you know what I'm talking about. Wait just a minute. The fans are saying something here behind us. I don't know if we can get a shot of it or not. The Black Scorpion apparently has appeared against him. Right now, now's, not, now's the time to go find him. He's going to the ring, ladies and gentlemen. The Stinger making his way through the crowd here, Bob. I thought he was going to end it all right here as Sting went charging out after the Scorpion, Jim. Well, Bob, there may be a melee right yes, down sir. in the locker room. I'm going to take off. I'm going to run down to the locker room and see if I can find out what's going on down there. All right, Bob Cobb going to the locker room to get a report. He'll be back momentarily. But right now, let's get this situation back together and go back to Tony Gillum. I mean, this isn't great, but... I got to applaud them for actually doing something in an arena because I hate this. I mean, they're not doing any of that now and or these days. And at least they at least did that. But I don't sure. know. What do you what do you think, Doc? I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, again, it's not the greatest thing, but it's something. That's the only reason why I say it like that. Anyway, um. Yes, thing uh, Rossi. Oh God, it's just what he the got is... the belt and became R-worded. Whatever. I mean, come on, bro. Um, I noticed something there too. I hadn't noticed before. It, it, the belt doesn't even have his nameplate on it yet. Why would it? Don't get attached to it, Bubba. He's gonna have that belt for a while longer. Get used to it. I know that breaks your heart because your favorite wrestler of all time. Man, call Stig. You know. What? He's on divorce 985. Y uh, you do realize that this shit ain't real, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> we only talk about it like it's real. I'm offended. I love that back in the day when first started putting shows up on the on the youtube channel and <laughs> some dude commented why are y'all talking about it like it's real and phil allen went off on that dude <laughs> good shit all right so after the whole black scorpion thing the question again, is how high was phil allen when he did it i mean i can't answer that question you'll have to email him and no have him answer i'm not that, that interested <laughs> but you asked the question. Wendell Cooley is taking on a gentleman by the name of Tim Parker. Uh, Cooley is going to end up hitting a nice super kick to finish this match. Not a ton of reaction from the crowd, though, but it was a nice super kick at the end. Uh, Doc, you got anything for this matchup? Tim Parker. Do we know him from anywhere? He looks familiar. I mean, he's built. Yeah. He's from Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Come on. Remember that uh, show? He's Vaguely, look at this cameraman. What the hell kind of shit is he wearing? Bro, I saw him earlier wearing like, <laughs> fuck, were you going to the beach? <laughs> Say that swim trunks or boy, easy, uh, easier access for the rats, if you know what I mean. Oh, uh, come on, dude. Okay, here's yeah, here's, I... here's I'm gonna be honest with y'all about this. He kind of exists in places and times that I'm not, wasn't like dialed in. 
So I just don't know a lot about Wendell Cooley. Let's see. Goddamn pronouns, pal. Um, I mean, you know, I mean, a lot of time at Continental. I know Continental and, and all that shit, but I mean, I'm just saying. He was mid south. Him okay, and Al I, Perez. Him and Al Perez were mid south tag team champions at one point, and I remember when they won the belts. I was like, wow, I would have never expected that. But um, it was just weird when they won those titles. I didn't see it coming from a mile away. It just didn't feel. It, they it, may did they also um tag in world class too? Cooley and Perez. Yeah. That's a question you'll have to answer. And you know, Lance isn't here, so I can't ask him. Oh no! Like we're in we're in eighty seven right now, and I you know I don't remember sixty percent of the stuff I'm seeing. Seventy. How long are y'all gonna take this bullshit? World class. What? Yeah. When is it over? Well, the we have the episodes weekly through October of eighty eight, so that gives us another year and some change. And then I've got a bunch of those. Thanks to longtime friend of the show, friend of mine, uh, Tim Arecci. I've got a bunch alive? of those. You're an idiot. I've got a bunch of those uh, legends of world-class shows. So Lance and I, were going to tackle those probably after because they're like compilations and stuff. So there's a lot of stuff in those that's really good. Uh, so, you know, why are you worried about it? You're not part of it. Won't you go yeah. worry about something else? Uh, yeah, I'm no. Are y'all well, I was do... just trying to make everybody feel good about what was coming up on their patron feed. But no, me, you said it in a derogatory way. How long are y'all going to go on with that? We got to have an exit plan when you do this shit. And if you don't get 1991 loaded soon, we're almost done. Oh. Oh, the weekly shows, the the Saturday night shows? Yeah. Oh, I'll start loading them. That's going to give you time. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. I tell welcome. you what, I tell you what, once we get past. 90 i don't have that's nice super kick i don't have the 91 clashes and pay-per-views to put on the drive so you know what buttercup you're gonna have to figure out how to get peacock on your phone you know i know you ain't mr technology and all because you're i got peacock in the house bro on the big tv okay okay that's not what you told me one of the other pay-per-views, you were mad because the pay-per-view wasn't ready yet. It wasn't online. It wasn't on the drive. You started getting mad. I was like, just get it on, on your phone. You were like, uh, that's too much trouble. I, I can't get signed into it. Really? It's Mr. Intelligent here. He's the PhD. all the damn passwords somewhere. Well, get the freaking password from her. She wasn't. Don't that give me that be, she wasn't that there. It was three well days be, later. Hey, this went on for three days. Calm I was like, down. dude, you sound like an old that man. May, that may very well be true, but that doesn't help me when I want to watch it right now and she's not there. Okay? Yeah. Sure. Whatever you say, Chief. Um, we could just quit tonight. Nah, Shit, after what tonight. we're about to watch, we might ought to. Uh, hey, Hopper, what would you think of Prell shampoo and conditioner and this woman here cutting That's the... Cheap shit. Was it? <laughs> that was some dollar store nonsense, man. Yeah, I just used just regular... I remember that shit that had the kangaroo on it? Kangaroo? Yeah. What fucking brand was that? Kangaroo? Yeah. It had a kangaroo on a bottle. I wish you wouldn't have said nothing because now my inbox (laughs) and Twitter (laughs) and Facebook is going to be lit up with 300 
messages telling me about the kangaroo shampoo was called and one Z. we don't know what it's called <laughs> right i love y'all that contact me i just wanted to mention that because it is kind of right. funny that is that is the biggest lie ever told on this show whatever you're the one every day people. it's like bro you don't know what it's like dealing with these saps <laughs> That is exactly what you say, and it's funny you trying to throw that on me, but all right. Yeah, I mean, who was it that said they they like Grease, too? Somebody said they like Grease, too? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Somebody really said that? Yeah. I didn't see that. Like last Friday. I don't know. Was it it Crankmaster? That idiot likes anything. Yeah. He still watches Impact, so I mean that tells you oh. what kind of individual you're dealing with there. Impact. I guess that's still could. Is that on Hulu? I watched some Impact not too long ago. Let me tell y'all something. Doc Moose and I gonna do this. At, Doc and I gonna do this at some point. He just doesn't realize it. Oh god, what am I doing? 2015 and I think 16 Impact. It's some good stuff. It's some good stuff. I'm just we saying. We have to get that app now, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I, I'll make it easy on you. I will get it and get it on the Google Drive. That way you don't have to worry about trying to sign into it. But am I lying, Doc? There was I used a to watch Impact. There was a couple of different periods of Impact that were good. And one of yeah. them. When we were actually at, but well, this is after Harper was like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't watch that bullshit. But we were actively trying to find it, and they would actively move networks and screw yeah. up their times and just. It was on Pop. Yeah, but there was no, some it, others. it was on Destination America, and then it went to Pop, and that was the problem. Right. We the era I'm talking about, Doc, is I believe when they were on Destination Mike America. Years. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, you would it get was, some good wrestling, and then it would have like pimp your grill, and then um, some more good wrestling. The fifteen, two thousand fifteen, sixteen impact, underrated, underrated, good stuff. I mean, they had a they had a lot of talent: Bobby Roode, James Storm, Eric Young, Lashley. Eric Young put a man's prosthetic leg up on his mantelpiece and that shit was great <laughs> he stole a, a war veterans fake leg man, if they did that now somebody would that is heel work boy he's sitting All right. by, he, harper he's sitting in front of his fireplace at home and he's got his opponent's fake leg sitting there on the fireplace <laughs> <laughs> while he's cutting a promo that's good stuff that's funny hey is that little d-man right there looking at us Lo- yeah, looks, looks like, like him, him. Oh fuck it, D man! Uh, hit us up today. Oh, what he? What does he got? Uh, Luke's coming in town for like a few days. He's like, yeah, let's all hang out. And uh, us and Darren spawned, yeah, you know this. Yeah, this is the time I could go out. I said, well, I said well, I can't go because Darren <laughs> says I can't talk to y'all anymore. So, and Darren's like, look, I still want my fucking uh, I still want to be on a podcast. I'm sure he does. <laughs> so. Tom Mills, I'm requesting to be on a podcast as a rebuttal to what I listened right. to this morning. When him and Captain Kangaroo from Down Under 
piping off about me for half an hour. Not happy. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know somebody's a real Mark? I got to get on that podcast and respond to people that don't know me so I can set the record straight. You know what? <laughs> I got an idea. You know what I told him? I said, bro, just make a Facebook video and put it on the on the on the Book of the Terry Facebook page. He's like, no, no, that's not good enough. Right, because he's a Mark. Y'all you can know call what? me a Mark all out there in the land all you want, but y'all ain't ever seen me try to interact with any of y'all. Tell him I want a written synopsis of the last three weeks of shows, what we discussed. What he liked about it. When it's in my inbox, when it's in my inbox, that tells me he's taking our podcast serious, and and then I will consider. Yeah, he thinks this is his playground, and he's turning it into his fucking litter box. Captain, he called. He called Luke Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> I want a written synopsis and report. And on or that note, or or in lieu of that, a hundred bucks. Yeah, you and ha- y'all two can split it. There you go. Or oh, y'all want a hundred each. Y'all want y'all want a bill each. Which one is it? No, I I just want to. I just let's see how much of a mark a mark can be. <laughs> let's go now to the free birds. Do we have to? Hopper, this is what we've been wanting. Okay. Here we go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to World Championship Wrestling. Momentarily, we'll go to Scott Steiner and Ric Flair in the gauntlet. But right now, let's hear from the Freebirds. <laughs> if you haven't figured it out by now, you better understand one thing. We do whatever we want to do, whenever we want to do it. We are the greatest rock and roll band in the world, and nobody's going to stop us. That's right, and you know when you are the greatest rock and roll band in the world, it allows you a few special perks. You know. And right now we're going to show you one. Come on in here, Lenny. Come on in here, Richard. Good golly, Miss Molly. Oh, my hey, God. I'm so glad to be here coming to America, too, with the greatest <laughs> rock and roll band live. You know where I live, Backstreet, USA. That's right. Now you see where we are at. You thought you did and pulled one over on us at the class. Wrong! There's always more than two Freebirds, and when you're the greatest rock and roll band, well, little Richard here, he takes care of anything that we need. Now, do I make myself clear? Anything that we need, whatever we want to do, <laughs> and wherever. <laughs> oh, boy. Hit the tagline or something. Shit. That's fucking... That's... That was scary. That sort of made all the racist shit he was doing two months ago not seem as bad, huh? Oh, God. And then here comes Ric Flair. (laughs) Fucking 30 seconds later. It's Ric Flair and Arn Anderson after that fucking shit. So you could, I bet you could put that up on the, on the, in the platform and the algorithm wouldn't blink. That's fucking nuts. Well, I mean, if I what posted the, the if I posted the video doc, it, you know, I got you. It, but what is going on there? Jesus Christ! And his I mom mean, was watching that. Bro, he's probably telling his mama, "I'm gonna be on TV," and that's it. 
little. Can you explain? Let's. Can we go back? So what is? Uh, I, I guess it's like a. Uh, that shirt looks like something from the late seventies, early eighties. Like, like some like, sort of Flash Gordon bullshit. Like Flash Gordon or like David Bowie or something. Yeah. I mean, he's got face paint on. It's like that doesn't make sense. Damn, bro. This Let is me... like Little Richard and Buckwheat and fucking Papa Shanga all had a baby. Um. My my first response when I did saw you this show this was, to, did you show this to Sasha? Hell no. <laughs> she can't. She can't. She cannot like register this. She this this would break. I mean, like the reaction this would get would be. I can't. I, it would. Her mind couldn't process it. Right. Like, and what I mean by that is we look at this and go, God damn, wrestling was fucking crazy back in the day. <laughs> she wouldn't think of, like we look at this and go, though, this is some racist bullshit. But and then we she go, well, wrestling. She wants to fight the free birds when she's. Oh, man. I mean, she'd look at this and go, this is so stupid and offensive. Um, my my first reaction was. What the fuck? And then I was like. <laughs> Jesus. You know, I mean, because what other response can you really have? Or, I mean, maybe, maybe you even did the Polly Walnuts. Son of a bitch. You know, I, I, but this is, I mean, if you're a patron, obviously you're watching the video version with us. Bro, Rocky King, I watched this like 10 times in a row just to let it like sink in. And his name is actually going to be Little Richard Marley, not just Little Richard. And Little Richard Marley? Yes, that's what his name's going to end up being. Boy, like, it sure took him a long time to think that one up. So, the thing about this is, if you listen to Hayes, Hayes says this is Little Richard. He takes care of anything they need. What um, does that mean? Now, when, when he starts going out to the ring with them, the announcer... I can't remember if the announcer or JR, they'll they'll be saying something like, There's little Richard Marley, their number one roadie. Like they they add that into it, the number one roadie. But I here's something you gotta remember, and I've said this a bunch of times from Bobby Blaze, who told me this, who knew Rocky really well. Like Rocky King's the ultimate Pimmy Paby guy. He don't give two shits. You tell him to do it. He's going to do it. He was getting paid good money to do this stupidity. And I don't even think Rocky King thought twice about this. We talked about this with the other racist stuff we saw. Rocky King did not think anything about this. He Rocky King is just a good man that's just trying to earn a paycheck. And he probably said, pin me, pay me. And he probably thought to himself, this is dumb, but I'm going to do it because they're paying me. I in. You know, you can have your opinion about that, but the fact of the matter is, he was earning earning a living at the time. But it's when you watch it now, boy, this looks bad. 
Okay, so here's a question, and it's hard to answer this because it's fresh on our minds. Is this the worst thing we've ever seen? Uh, you mean is it worse than Ron Wright having a, having a Nazi flag? Oh, I think so. I don't know because don't know. because not only but it, it just looks stupid as well. Is it worse than Ric Flair calling people boy? Oh, I mean that's pretty bad. It's hard, Doc. It's hard to say because we've seen JYD go. I don't want no Toyota, you know. Like he did the thing that, and you know, hey JYD. I think JYD's a black man, but he's like, now you see how feel when somebody trying to buy you. Like, why is wrestling so foul? To wrestling is filthy. Like you can't, you can't watch this stuff from back then and hold it to today's standards, or you will. You just, it doesn't work. Your brain won't process it because the. I mean, literally, when when let me rewind it to the point before he comes out. Like Hayes is talking, Garvin looking crazy as usual with these stupid sunglasses. Hayes is looking at the camera like he wants to make love to the camera and then they bring him out and you're like whoa these two are ridiculous but this is what the hell is going on i so i don't i can't answer that question doc i don't know if it's the worst thing it's bad it looks so stupid it's terrible because why is his face painted I I don't. I mean, it's reverse. Christ. It's like reverse blackface. I, I mean that's I, that's kind of what know. I thought at first. That's what I thought at first. But it can't be blackface. I mean he's black. Like right. I it, it, I tell you right now, these things ain't on the network or the or the cock. I can't ever see that promo making it there. Just from the look of just how Rocky King looks. Is this a is this a top three most foul moment? I think it's one of the most stupidest things that we've seen. Is it worse than Corny talking about the genetic defects and them showing the special fella? See, that's that's but that the case. was but that was Smoky Mountain territory wrestling and you know in fucking bumfuck you know. Kentucky. This is supposed to be. This is on a national cable channel. That's see, supposed I, to be the quote unquote, you know, the big leagues. Like, well, we can forget about any sort of we're a national promotion anymore. My, I mean, let's not act like the WWF didn't do stuff. Because all I gotta yeah, say is this, Roddy Piper. Um, you yeah, know, but this just looks it up. stupid. It looks dumb. I couldn't picture uh, uh, Rocky King going to a Motley Crue concert in 1990 looking like this. But 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 I, I could picture the fucking Freebirds going to a fucking Motley Crue concert back then look, looking like that. Fuck, even now. You know, especially now. Doc yeah. likes to give his buddy Phil Allen, his favorite Eagles fan, because you know Doc really loves the Eagles. He likes to give fly Phil Eagles Allen. Fly, a, man. 
he likes to give Phil Allen a hard time, but Phil Allen really was, and I, I don't have it in front of me, but he wrote a, a really, uh, I'll call it a, a nice write-up on the Facebook group when the whole Rocky King angle was happening where Flair and Arn were being real racist towards him and Arn called him a licorice stick and Come on. all these oh just... That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. When you say, "Is this the worst?" I'm like, dude, we've seen some like horrible things, and Flair being racist and calling him a boy. This is racist and stupid. I agree. I agree with that, Hopper. But what I was gonna say is, Phil Allen wrote. He wrote some really nice comments about like explaining it in the context of it, and it really made a lot of sense. I got a feeling Phil's gonna do the same thing with this and rip it to shreds. But I'm going to say it again, and this doesn't make it right. Rocky King was the ultimate pay me, pay me guy. And he so probably. It, so here's the thing. Here's the, here's the ultimate question coming out of this. If Rocky's okay with it, and this is a way for Rocky to make a check, do we care? I mean, you can't. You can't ask that question in 2022. Like, yeah, I care. I mean. Because in, in the back of my mind, I always think, well, what if he didn't want to do it? And he's just like, ah, oh, shit, I just got to do it. That's why you're supposed you know? to be getting him, working to get him on the air. You know, I did message Ruben, one of our BTT Hall of Famers, for a very long time. He sent me some information about getting in touch with him. And I, I messaged Rocky or the page that I believe to be his, but I didn't get a response. So Did you, I mean, did you message little Richard Marley? You're an idiot. Okay, but I'm just, this is some, this, what we're looking at on this screen right now, as Ron Simmons used to say, damn. Yeah. The fuck? I mean, and I think that's all I'm going to say. I don't know. You got anything else, Doc? That's stiff. <laughs> and it's not over either. No, it's not over. It's, it, this is it's this is twenty more minutes. No, I mean the this angle. No, no, oh. the angle. It's like he's gonna. Okay, I don't. I won't give it away. But there's a pay per view that he's gonna be on, and he's all made up and out there in his jester costume, and he's dancing. And I was like, oh, I remember watching that years ago. Like, oh my god. I think I watched. I think I rewatched it when Shivani covered it years ago on his show. I was like, "Look at this," because the the Freebirds are going to be out there with the stars and bars painted on them like they were at the Clash Doc, and Little Richard Marley's got this ridiculous outfit on. Like I said, I hate to say it, he looks like a court jester, and he's dancing, and it's it looks twenty twenty two eyes. You look at that and go, "Holy crap!" Yeah. He's enjoying life. I mean, okay. Anything else, Doc, before we go to the main event on this show? No. The main event is Rick Steiner versus, I'm sorry, Rick Flair versus Scott Steiner. And so here's the thing, um, besides the fact that Thunderbolt Patterson is back on commentary, which was terrible. Uh. This is one of those running of the gauntlet matches, and this is the second match. So... The crowd is really into this. And, you know, for Scott being a part of a tag team 
for so long with his, well, I say so long, but you know what I mean. He's been with his tag brother most of his career at this point. He could have been a singles contender in a singles division because I'm not saying they should have broke up the Steiners here and Scott should have been on his own, but I'll be damned if, man, the crowd's reacting to Scott Steiner here. He's got, he's putting the power moves on Flair. I mean, he looks really good against the former world champion. So, Doc, I'll throw it to you because, you know, they start this with about 18 minutes to go in the episode. What did you have from this? My first note, and this is really the most important note of the whole thing, is that we get Thunderbolt out, and he ruins everything. Yeah, he should not have been on commentary. Well, if he's not going to be on commentary and they're not going to let him ruin the Steiners, what is he going to do? He just needs to go home and Ole needs to he just does. let his friends go. I mean, I get that he's a legend, but... And I'm is sorry, he, Duck. What did he I'm ever sorry, do to Duck. become a legend? Oh, well, you'll have to email Duck Bozard and he'll be able to tell I you. I don't have to do a damn thing. Oh, yes, you do. He has but, to um, email me. Oh. He can't do that. He can only email you. So why don't you hand out your email address so that everybody can get a, get us send me something. Why don't you blow me? Um... Continue with the match. Come on. Is that really, is that necessary? Yeah, you see, you see, that's going to get flagged. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this hostile work environment. Ah, keep going, Doc. What do you have from this match? It's a contrast to styles to be sure, but Scott does a good job with it. I thought Rick shined him up real nice because that's what he does. I'm sure Scott appreciates it until this very day. <laughs> right. Did uh, he hate Flair? Yeah, he hates Flair. Yeah. Crowd was super into this. Oh yes. I mean, that's, as, just, I'm as saying, well yeah. they should be. I, I, again, I'm not saying they should have broke up the Steiners. All I'm saying is Scott Steiner got in there and hung with Flair. And I know Flair can have a match with anyone. The old thing, you know, you always hear. But look, this is free TV. Rick Flair gets out there and he has a really good match with Scott Steiner. And the only thing I didn't like is they threw a commercial in between the match, which I'm so. about to go to the second part of it. I just didn't like that. But so I, the only other note I had before we work towards the finish is I felt like at times Scott didn't really want to hit Rick Flair too hard. There is, and let me go. I just, I just skipped it actually. Uh, look at this Steiner line that Scott throws at Flair here. And you tell me if it's the normal looking Steiner line. Here it comes. It's about the 49 minute mark. He's throwing punches. And watch this Steiner line and you tell me what you think of it. No. He didn't that hit was, him, did he? That was like a Lex Luger clothesline. Yep. So that was my note. I felt like. I felt like he, I'm being nitpicky, but I just I mean, felt like shit, he. Mike, if you ever worked a job where your boss is like, okay, you can give me some really honest feedback and you just cut a promo on him. Totally different, but no. Totally the same and no. I mean, I get it. You know, you get in there with the former NWA world heavyweight champion and you don't want to treat him like you've been treating the drivers, right? The enhancement talent. But you could tell, I mean, he kind of pulled back on that Steiner line. Uh, anyway, all right. So, Doc, what else do you have to this before we uh, go to the finish? That's really about it. They worked their tails off. So, no, I finish, enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. It was a good match. They got after it. 
Yeah, it just, again, Scott was just being a little light with him, which makes sense. Uh, so with the finish, we get a big backdrop to Flair and then another Steiner line. Uh, Arn helps Flair avoid the Frankensteiner. Here's the backdrop. You know, Flair takes those good. Uh, here's another Steiner line. As you can see, he kind of caught him a little bit better on that one. And then he goes, he, he's making the motion like he's going for the uh, Frankensteiner. And Arn grabs Flair when Flair hits the ropes. Scott takes a bump because he jumps up. Uh, Arn's going to slide in and DDT Scott Steiner while the ref's back is turned as the ref is dealing with Rick Steiner on the outside. Uh, so, of course, the ref misses everything <laughs> in this promotion. And then Arn slides out. Uh, the ref uh, is, like, still on the outside. And you're thinking, oh, he's going to lose. But then Rick Steiner comes in with the ref. With Arn and Rick Steiner hits a Steiner line on Flair. The ref slides back in, and Scott Steiner clean pins Rick Flair in the middle of the ring. And look at the crowd. And I said at the beginning this was a gauntlet match. So uh, the way this worked was, I think, I think he beat, I think he beat Bobby Eaton first, and I think Scott. Oh. Yeah, I think he beat Bobby Eaton. Is that who he beat? I can't remember. But anyway, um, this was the second leg of the gauntlet match. So he's got one more gauntlet match, which was going to be the very next day. And I think he was going to, that's right. He was going to be up against Arn Anderson for the third leg of the match. And he actually beats Arn um, the next night. So he gets over a couple different times here. Uh, wins three matches in a row against contenders. Two of them being Flair and Arn. Doc? Uh, uh, just for the record, this building holds uh, 2,500 people. Okay, so we're about half, only 1,100. Yeah. All right. Uh, Doc, you still there? I'm still here, sir. All right. Um, what do you have from the from anything else? From what I'm we were covering? I'm going to see my girlfriend. Boy, I'm getting to it right now because I, I got a feeling Harper's got something to say. I'm fast-forwarding to it. Hold on. We're, showing it. we're, we're getting to the end of the commercials. All right, Hopper, you ready? Uh-huh. All right, so again, Scott Steiner wins. There was a Sting promo. Sting says, my curiosity is definitely up. And then we go yeah. to commercial. Yeah, about the, who the Black Scorpion is. Okay, now man. we're going to go... Well, let me just show you what we're going to play here, Hopper, and you tell me what you think. Hi, I'm Missy Hyatt, inviting you to join Jim Ross and me tomorrow night at 6.05 for the NWA main event. You'll see Scott Steiner versus Iron Anderson for the finals of the running of the gauntlet. And that's tomorrow at 6.05 right here on TBS. All right, Sid, I know you want... Um, any thoughts on um, the attire? There she is. She's putting oh. on weight. What's she wearing? Somebody at the network has said she's putting on weight, so she feels self-conscious, and she's so wearing she black that, to try to look slimming. And she and put it, that, that, that fucking, whatever, that, that on her sleeves. But hey, don't listen to him, Missy. You're still all the way live. Pay-per-view but, quality. It's like she's wearing a, a, like a garter belt. In a bra, right? That's what I thought it was when I first saw it. Maybe with like a shirt over date, it, but not at the end. You should have her on here. 
She didn't really do. You, you need to move that period back a couple of sentences. Wow. She, uh, come on. <laughs> the guy who See, no one knows who he is. He always makes the, the statements, you know, always. It's always that. Well, she, you know? don't, she don't pop up on podcasts, huh? No, that's what I'm saying. She ain't doing them. Yeah, she's not. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Because a bunch of shitheads on podcasts. Um, yeah, I mean, let's let's be real, you know. They're probably I mean, people like us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah like, it works ah, actually. I titties, ah, you fucking pervert fucks. <laughs> you know how many times I divorced to you? Come what? on. <laughs> Jesus, what's wrong with y'all? But it's not just that. I mean, like, do you, can you imagine how many people bug her to? Do their do their podcast, but like she knows her shit. She really does, man. She knows her history, and we could use her for this period of time. boy. I'd love to just pick her brain about what the hell is going on right. in this. You time handle period. that end, and I'll go down to the other end. You, you, on, see, you see, that's the, that's that's the problem right there. That's real classy. I mean, it's just it's pathetic. This is the this is the issue. You're an idiot, man. God. Okay, so um, she plugs the main event. Then we get a promo. Sid tells Sting not to worry about the Black Scorpion and to worry about him. And let me go to that promo now because I think Arn's pretty good here as we close things out. What happened to you in that clash, boy? You're running around here saying, I've got trouble with the Black Scorpion. Wrong, sucker. you got trouble with me. The baddest man in the NWA. I'm coming after your title. And tomorrow night, right here on TBS, you stand between Scott Steiner and $15,000. My friend, it is headhunting time. Scott Steiner, you have done the unmentionable. On Friday night, you stole one over Bobby Eaton. On Saturday night, somehow with the grace of God, you slipped over on Ric Flair. Now tomorrow, you gotta jump on the baddest kind of them all. I'm taking no more prisoners. I'm not molly calling anybody. I'm looking at a dead man, Steiner, right now. Fans, we'll see you tomorrow night at 6.05. So, Arm was good. Really good there. Doc, what did you have from that? Molly coddle. You don't hear that every day. That seems like an old saying. Boy, no kidding. Yeah. It is so much better doing it like this instead of with that green screen. Yes. Hell yes. Hell yes. Arm was good. You know, he talks about basically said Scott got lucky against Bobby Eaton and then against Flair as well. So if anybody's curious, like I said, he's going to face Arn the next day. Uh, Scott actually defeats Arn via DQ in like eight minutes. I looked up the results. Uh, he It went down like this. Flair pulled ref Nick Patrick out of the ring as Scott Steiner has Arn Anderson covered with a power slam. Flair and Arn then, then double-teamed Scott until Rick Steiner came in for the save. And Arn had originally pinned Steiner at about the 735 mark with a sunset flip. Uh, but he had grabbed the middle rope. So referee Pee Wee Anderson informed Nick Patrick of what happened. And then they restarted the fight. And that's when Scott actually won. That seems like won. a lot of moving parts. I quit listening. So Scott earned 15000 for defeating Bobby. Think about that, though. Okay, I know you stopped listening. But in three nights, he beat Bobby Eaton, Ric Flair, and Arn Anderson. That's putting a guy over. Yes. So on that note, 
we're uh, we're almost done with the review portion of the show and before we wrap things up i want to remind you to please use the btt amazon associates link uh, that link is tinyurl.com slash bttamazon, a great way to support this show without spending anything extra. If you're already shopping on Amazon, please use that link each and every time you shop on Amazon. Give the link to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces, whatever you have in your life. Tell them to use it each and every time they use Amazon. Actually, put the link in the browser for them, tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. Thank you very much for using it. Uh, Doc, I'll let you rate it first. What are you, you going to give this puppy? A all right it was an hour long we had the kind of racism we've grown well you two have grown to love uh speak for yourself speak for yourself nobody loves that all right flair and steiner you had that first match with the southern boys against the midnights what's not to love what were you about to say great it's an a um nobody loves racism only the idiot over here with the PhD. Yeah, who loves racism? He's like an idiot. In wrestling. In re- I should have oh. put that in there. In wrestling. Really? Okay. Yeah, I love all people outside of wrestling. Mm. Well, not, uh, I don't love everyone, but I don't hate anyone because of the color of their skin. How about that? Right. Hopper, what are you giving it? An A. Yeah, I'm going to give it an A, too. Good episode. I mean, the racism was just the the spice on top. Right, they had really good matches in this man. The the That's midnight right. and the Southern Boys, and then you had Flair and Scott Steiner. I mean, yeah, there was some Gaga dumb stuff in between, but this was this was really good. I'm gonna give it an A plus. Shoot, what did I, I said A, but I'll give it an A plus. All right, Doc, who are you giving your Rolex to? Don't Rocky you say King. Rocky King. Rocky King. Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he deserve it? What's so yeah, funny? I mean, I mean, give him a Rolex. <laughs> I mean, shit. So Why are you giving it to Michael Hayes? Yeah, yeah. I feel bad for Rocky because he's got to deal with all this shit. So he's pin me, pay me. I'm just putting a little extra cheese on his Whopper. Right, exactly. He gets a Rolex. I'm sliding okay. a couple extra bills in his envelope tonight. What kind of car you think Rocky King drives? Cutlass. Yeah. Back then or now? Cutlass. No, no, back then. I mean, now he probably drives a Dodge Charger. Whatever you do, don't say it smells like cocoa butter. Like you did the jive tones and everybody decided to (laughs) call us racist when we... They tried to cancel the one guy that is uncancelable. Um, Probably smells like black and miles. Sticky, icky, icky. Yeah, I, that look. If there's a moment in the show that really makes me angry when people say they were mad at us, like l- literally all three of us were like, bro, they doing these two guys wrong. I tell all you, one thing, bro, Rocky all, finds a way to stay around. But he sure does. Yeah, but, but here's Even the thing: if this guy selling soul to the devil. <laughs> if, if maybe if we sold mortgages on this show, people would get what we're saying. But they also went through that year of '86, and we're like, Pez Watley is a star. Pez was tremendous in '86, man. Yeah, I love people that are just discovering him. Like, dude, did you not realize this dude was 
All he, world well, in 86? He just found out about him because he was busy getting licensed in all 50 states. Okay. <laughs> you go taking <laughs> shots at him. Well, I just want to know whether you rent or own. That's it. Doc Turner, the, the views and, and opinions of Doc Turner speak for Doc Turner and not BTT LLC. Yeah, of course they are. Of course you do. Look, right. here's the thing. Here's Hold on, hold on. Here, This is the portion. Let me set this up. This will be the portion that will be cut out of the YouTube. Now, go ahead, Harper. Look, we're all going to die. <laughs> so you should get a, a life insurance. Y'all got life insurance? Like through work? Or do you have it through like an insurance company? Yes, I, I have life insurance. I have, as Wu-Tang instructed, protected my neck. Is it from work or like y'all, you know, went and got it? Doc? Uh, mine is an employee benefit. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah, I got that too. And they're like, well, who... Who are you leaving it to? I was like, my dog. I don't have any kids. <laughs> my dog gets it. Sir, we're not sure that that's uh, legally binding. Well. You're not going to leave it to the D-man? No. <laughs> Captain Kangaroo, tell you something, bro. All right, look here, man. Hey, you, you, all you jabronis out there, you marks and stuff. Why don't y'all help Harper out and get one of his video reviews and services, you know? I mean, he likes to crank off and act like he's a mark, but, you know, he's kind of desperate for money. But, you know, send him an email, chrishopper16, wildkid at gmail.com, and then PayPal him 20 bucks, cc30388cc at yahoo.com. I mean, you know, help him out. He's a desperate man. And just look at him. I mean, he's an ugly fucker. So just just help him out and get, get one of them. I mean, I see some of these videos he does, and I just got to say, some people are really hard up for a little fucking attention. Even though I beg to come on Mike's podcast all the time with Captain fucking Kangaroo. But I'm just saying, you know what I mean? He's fucking hard up for attention. And Harper, you're a real asshole, so I'm just trying to help you out. What were you about to say, Harper? Yeah, something about your videos? Darren's response was, yeah, uh, what... We ain't a hundred since I buried, since I was, uh, wait, hold on. We ain't a hundred since I was buried on booking two weeks ago with, 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 uh, no rebuttal. Love how that works. Got heat with Captain Thong because that picture Luke fucking posted with him in the, the fucking, uh, bikini and in Mills waiting on you. Happy Harper to set it up. No more Gandhi, bitches. I'm tossing it back going forward. I'm saying that he will. I'm saying that he will always be my boy. Okay, I have no clue what the hell you just read. So can you screenshot that so I we can? We need to get Harper some hooked on phonics, and we need to maybe get a second copy for D Man. And then well, yeah, yeah. Bit, I think bit, it's D Man. I'm I not. Said, it's not Harper. I said I uh, make a Facebook video and put it. On the BTT Facebook page, he says, no, I'm going to speak directly to all my D-maniacs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I round up all three of them. <laughs> Bruh, I can't. I need to see that in the screenshot. I really do. Uh, Please. But seriously, um... Listen to D-Man and get your own Harper video shout-out, life and relationship advice. 
Chris Harper 16 Wildcat at gmail.com is the email address and the PayPal CC30388CC at yahoo.com. Both of those are in the show description if you um, if you missed them. 20 bucks via PayPal. If you want props, put more with the 20 so Harper can get the props too. Uh, on that note, I want to shout out Our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us, so please support them. And check out the Bottom Line Cast with Mike Pru and JV. They handled the ECW show on our Patreon feed. Uh, check them out. The Bottom Line Cast is a uh, podcast on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin, uh, so you can check them out as well. And on that note, uh, Doc... What are you laughing at? I love somebody that's so stupid. They're like, no more Gandhi, bitches. I'm tossing it back going forward. And then the next sentence, he's he's been telling us how badass he is and how vicious he's going to be. And then says, in saying that, he will always be my boy. Harper sent Bruh, us a screenshot. Of the I'm, I'm re... I'm re- we ain't okay. So Hopper, let me ask a question. Did you uh, tell him wh- wh- before above that part? Did you tell him? Oh, so are we cool again? What wh- What did you tell him that started that? Okay, hold on. Let me see. So while you're looking that up, let me let me let me read this because this this is, he needs hooked on phonics. We ain't one hundred since I was buried on booking two weeks ago with no rebuttal. Love how that works. Got heap with Captain. That's how that works. We have a fucking podcast and you don't. Got heat with Captain Thong and Mills. Waiting on you, happy Harper, to set it up. No more Gandhi, bitches. I'm tossing it back going forward. I'm saying that he will always be my boy. Harper, you may have to choose. You may have um, to choose between Mike and me and the D-Man. And then <laughs> D-Man says, no, I'm... G- D-Man says, no, I'm going to speak directly to all my D-Maniacs in the nation appropriately on the podcast. Hashtag to get get over. (laughs) Now, Harper, I don't want to say your other buddy's name who's on this tweet, but he replied and said, what time are you going to tell your mom to tune in? (laughs) (laughs) He needs hooked on phonics. Harper wasn't ha- was having trouble reading it because <laughs> D Man is a product of the Jefferson Parish school system, which no, isn't. He went to Shaw. He went to Shaw. Yeah, he's from the that, West Bank. That motherfucker types like that, and he went to Shaw. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I, he ain't. Dude went to Ar- Archbishop Shaw, and he speaks worse than me. I mean, I. I he didn't even he didn't grow up in Gentilly though well well, Terrytown oh Terrytown well that explains it I mean yeah (laughs) okay I can't bro I just can't my head hurts and you know all you docaholics that love the D-man the doc over here said no he's done he's done so like I said you you gotta make a choice tell you what you can have your, your weekly slice of doc or we can wait for the d-man to start his own podcast and y'all can go listen to that shit so sometimes d- sometimes there's hard choices so d-man here's the thing i'm not telling you no but i need a three pay i need i need a synopsis 
on the last three episodes. God, why what would you, you loved do that to about yourself? You would have to because I know decipher, he ain't gonna write it. You'd have to decipher those hieroglyphics and, and fake thug speech that he's gonna try to throw down and try to sound street when he's fifty six years old. <laughs> Part of me wants to do an episode with him just so I can hear him talk crazy and finally have Harper go off on him. Harper won't like do he it. does Harper's that. Nice. That's the thing. Harper's got too much of a heart of gold to completely <laughs> depants him on this show. Now I don't, but Harper does. Harper's got to live Har- with him. I don't even Harp, even Luke was like, bro, Harper's got to be more stiff. Like he always is. So, <laughs> you know, Luke gave him the okay. So since the champ gave him the okay, but, but here's the thing. I, I want a three page synopsis on the last mm. three episodes what he loved about the episode. I don't want to hear what he didn't like. I want to know what you loved and I want to know why you loved it. And then and what you would and you can take half of the third page if you need to deviate off of that and add in what you would bring to the show that you love by being a part of it. Yeah. Send, Hopper, here's what we're going to do. Send a group text to me and Luke and D-Man and you, obviously, you're on it too. And then that'll be my reply. Just so he can hear it from the horse's mouth. All right. The head person in charge. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Then you need Bubba? to get me included in that. Bubba, the LLC is in my name, okay? I'm suing you then. Okay. Please do so. I'll give you. Uh, my, I want to audit the show in the month. It'll be like when um, the USFL sued the NFL, right? And got a dollar and some change. That's a dollar more trouble. than I had, but when I started the day. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else before we get out of here? No. All right. I uh, think Harper's got to go take a shit. I got to as well. Um, oh. All right. What? What's? I mean, you people, humans. I mean, we we have to poop. It had to work. Shit in the morning, bro. Early. I mean, some uh, sometimes I do. It just depends. You know, so it hits me differently. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, Harper, hit the tagline. Let's roll. Fuck it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>